Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. That's what happens. You ain't, you ain't as young as he used to be. Mess around with these 19 Oh, old yeah. <laughs> you can't fuck like that no more, Jack. Man, uh, I try to hang with the best of them and the rest of them. <laughs> All right, engage. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Dork Trek, the Star Trek, the Next Generation podcast. We watch and review each episode, and we have... A lovely person back in our fold. He's back on board. He's back on duty. I'm just glad you're not dead. Yes, I'm back from shore leave. Yay! From planet Turkey. Much needed shore leave. <laughs> Dennis Black and Asian's here, everybody. Welcome, nice, Lieutenant Commander Dennis nice. Black and Asian. Welcome thank back. you, thank you. Uh, Lieutenant Commander Manny Fresh. How you doing, bitches? <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant Commander Jenny Zell. And Lieutenant Commander Ben McCormick. Ben, it looks like you, you were just on the holodeck fishing with that hat on. <laughs> well, like our- it looks like you caught Mookie, too, because he's just <laughs> crawled out across your lap. <laughs> I don't know, man. You don't look good in a hat, I must say. No, no, I know. Well, I, you I mean, look like a kid toucher in a hat. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm just like, there you go. Now you're a badass. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it around backwards. Yeah, okay. I like it. So, yeah, yes. so um, this is the uh, twice a week Star Trek The Next Generation podcast. Go to dorktrek.com yep. to check out all the info and check out the forums. The forums are cool. Forums. They are cool. Yeah. I w- that was a pleasant surprise when I came back. Oh, that's we good. We did it just for you. Mm-hmm. Thanks. So got to get this done by the time Dennis gets back. Yes. Yep. So we got the forums up so you can go on and talk about Star Trek, any of the series, anytime you want to with the uh, members of the Dork Trek crew and our listeners Or just potpourri. Well. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever fun. you want to talk yeah, about. It's fun. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Indeed. All right. So what are we doing here? We're reviewing episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation, man. Do you think you're oh, going to Oh, what episode? <laughs> I'm trying to this. segue something. <laughs> Jeez. All right. The episode this week we're reviewing is... The Royale. The ooh. Royale with cheese. <laughs> nice. Oh, the Royale. The Royale, yes. Oh, the Royale. You know what's interesting is this episode gets played in syndication a lot, uh-huh. and I can't really figure out why. I don't know. Like, what's the yeah. rhyme or reason of syndication? Like, is there any? Like, do they come up in order for a reason, or is it just the it way just it is? It just seems like there's there's a core of episodes that always get played, that get played a lot in syndication. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I just right. run into these episodes because of the times that I, I catch it. Because, like, Spike TV used to run day-long marathons right. of awesome. TNG, yeah. Yeah. which was cool. But, you know, when you work during the day, you can only catch, like, the tail end of it or whatever. And mm-hmm. so these are the episodes that kept... Showing up whenever I would tune in. It's the same thing with The Simpsons. You know, they have 25 yeah. years of Simpsons yeah. episodes. And they show all the Lisa episodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I hate Lisa. Put myself in the balls. You know what I mean? So it's it's weird how it, it seems. Except the uh, the one with the pig roast. That one's great. That one's awesome. <laughs> I love the line, I think I'll donate a million dollars to the Springfield when Orphanage. pigs fly. When pigs fly and the pig flies by. Uh, sir, will you be donating a million dollars now? No. <laughs> I still prefer not to. <laughs> I love that episode. That's one of my favorite. Because what the... Uh, it's still good. Paul McCartney's in that episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah and his wife. Yeah, and his oh, wife. Yeah. God Was it the dead wife? Yes, the dead yeah. wife. Not yeah. the one-legged wife. Not, one. oh, not the pirate not wife. Not the bedpan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not the bedpan wife. <laughs> yes, yes. No, I she think tried it, to, but she tried to say that Paul beat her. That's not with her own leg. <laughs> but I mean, that's not going to you know fly. Who's going to believe that? If my wife tries to take a dump in the bed, I'm going to seriously think about it. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, <laughs> who is going to think that Paul McCartney would, would beat anybody? This yeah. is the guy that wrote Silly Love Song. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's, not, he's not hitting anybody. Nobody. He's a good looking one, isn't he? 
Paul. No, he looks like a lesbian, like an old lesbian. Yeah, he looks now. like an old he, lesbian. Yeah. And yeah. he's got droopy eyes. Yeah. He does. Like a slow kid or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's I'm Paul. <laughs> Very talented, though. I always thought George Harrison was handsome. Was he the handsome one? I thought Paul McCartney so was known so. as the good-looking one. I think he was the cute beetle. When he was yeah. a younger guy. Yeah, yeah that's when I was young. Because when he was right. the cute one, he's John one was... of the ones who's not dead is yeah. what he is now. Yeah, there's only two left. Yeah. I'm telling you, I have this... this this idea in my head that I want to do, but I know I'd get sued. It's similar to a Simpsons episode where the Beatles are killing each other off, so there could be only one Beatle that <laughs> yeah. gets... Oh, kind of like gets, the Golden Girls this, with That gets access to all of the Beatle memorabilia and <laughs> yes. all the Beatle... The Beatle fortune. Yeah, yeah, and, and like in my head, like somewhere right now, Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr are having some epic longsword battle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my money's on Ringo. Yeah, me, too. me too. I think me Ringo's going to outlive everybody. They're in the, uh, yeah, they're in the Coliseum good. in L.A. fighting yeah. it out <laughs> after a uh, L.A. Kings hockey game. It's like yeah, the Highlander. We are. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> there can be only one Beatox. <laughs> you know, like that's just the vision I have in my head. Oh, yeah, I got rid of the, uh, the black beetle a long time yeah. ago. <laughs> Clarence. <laughs> Wasn't that his name? Yeah. Clarence. Oh, it's a good man. one. Man. Man. Oh, I. Man. Tell you something. Man. I think you'll understand. That's a great bit. And it's sad to me that people don't. Re- and that's the um the Joe Piscopo era of it SNL. Is. Yes. Because when right. I did the Ready Room, they were talking about Joe Piscopo. And how? Who's this guy? And who's this guy? And I was like, yeah. he was on with Eddie Murphy. Exactly. They, they had no idea who I was talking about. Yeah. Probably too young. Joe Piscopo, yeah. who appeared on TNG. Yeah, I think Chris is old comedian. enough to know, but I think Greg and the uh, the other guy who was guesting on there, they were too young to know. Yeah, yeah. I, I felt real. It's old. kind of funny yeah, though because Eddie Murphy, his contemporary, was a huge Star Trek fan. He was because he made the, he made the jokes in Boomerang when him and Halle Berry are watching it together and like, oh, Yeoman Johnson. Yeah, Yo, he was doing that on Boomerang about how Johnson. Yeah, you go through your away team and it's you know Bones and Kirk and Yoman Johnson. Yoman yeah. Johnson's dead, <laughs> or Enson Ricky. Enson Ricky is he's referred to on the show. But let's get down. I, I I like how we're trying to avoid the Royale as much yeah. as possible. Is yeah. there anything else we'd like to talk about before we start reviewing this anything, episode? Anything. Jenny, you hate this episode. I hate this it, episode. This <laughs> is one of my favorite episodes of second season. Really? Really? It You're stupid. Is. You're wrong. You are wrong. <laughs> no. Sorry. I mean, I, honest to God, this was one of my favorite episodes. I remember from when I was a kid. You hate Klingons, but you like the Royale? I did. I, I, <laughs> that hat makes me look please, dumber. Hey, hey, report to the ship's counselor. <laughs> well, no. I mean, it was like I was before the show, I, I was a history major. This show is full of future history. <laughs> the future history. Well, no, that, that, that's an oxymoron, that, isn't I mean, it? Well, no, it is full of future history. I mean, that, that's the whole thing uh, with Star Trek. All the NASA stuff. Anything everything. that happens before. TNG time frame is their history, but it's yeah. after our time frame, so it's future history. Now, this is the episode that starts off with where they're going over that uh, that that math theorem, right? Yeah. That proof. Right. Yeah, and it's funny too because in 1996, someone solved this. Somebody proof. solved it. Yeah. Yes, yeah, and Picard. And they had to retcon it in uh, DS9. Yeah. Apparently. And Picard's going, yeah. oh, this proof, this proof, I remember. I look at this all the yeah. time. Eight hundred years, and nobody has solved it. Picard is such a man of mystery. Like, I know. You don't know much about him, but he likes so much stuff. He's he a likes everything. Man. He's a Renaissance. He is. He's, he's, he's a, a Renaissance, Renaissance man. man. But, like, he I heard he wrote a book and uh, took a nice picture one time. But, <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't seem to have any kind of real because. They only mention his love of this theorem one time. Right. Yeah. right. You know what I mean? So it's just like, 
I think he just has like passing hobbies like all of us do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, maybe he just has a short attention span. Maybe. Because he because <laughs> like he was looking at that uh, the orbit of that one planet, and how weird it is, but. He never goes back to it. Yeah, he just doesn't care. Yeah, he just right. moves on to the next thing. Yeah. Whatever just fascinates him at the moment. Oh, yeah. look at this. Ooh, a, a shiny coin. He's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, a two pence. I wonder how old this coin is. Don't take my two pence. It's the two pence. Data, yeah. rough him up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. Data, whip his ass. <laughs> but yeah, so they're, yeah. They're, they start off the episode where they're talking about this theorem. Yeah. And uh, yeah, no one's proved it yet. And then... Riker tells him about because basically the whole episode, the premise that it starts out with is they're orbiting this eighth planet of this previously unmapped system. Mm. And what's great about this is the Klingons were just there and they reported that oh yeah, there's some debris in this atmosphere. We're not going to check it out. We'll let the Federation look at it. <laughs> well, Klingons, we're not interested in this kind of. There's no battle in it for them. Yeah, they, yeah they exactly. Got nothing to do. With, anything that was there is already blown up. Now, if it were the Ferengi, <laughs> the Ferengi, there might be profit. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. They but, don't care. The Klingons don't care. Yeah. But I, I think that's a sign that this episode is not going to go in a good direction. <laughs> if the Klingons aren't interested, I just, pick, I just, I nobody's here. interested. Yeah. Ben, there'll be or no ben action. Ben likes this one. Well, no, I mean it's just you know the Klingons are interested, but that just goes back to the fact that they're a bunch of ignorant savages that if they can't blow oh, it up oh. or if it's not trying to blow them up, he's they're going some, to ignore it. He's got some. He's such an elitist. Well, yeah, yeah, there's no reason for the Federation as the guy with the metal detector on the beach. That's what they're treating him as in this episode. Oh, the gold, shiny. Pen, crap, you know, bottom cap, you know what I mean? Like, that's all I picture is. That's all this episode Like, because it's literally, it's debris. They don't know what it is. Yeah. It's like, oh, there's something in this atmosphere. Yeah. Debris. Well, they, they decide to, uh, I guess they find a nice size piece of debris. So what do they do? They say, hey, let's bring it on board the ship. Yeah, why, why not? not? Yeah. We'll check it out. Again. And they bring it through the the uh, uh, the transporter. Yeah, O'Brien and it goes beams through the it main up. transporter. Mm. But Planet Black guy, they got to go to the yeah. back of the ship. The yeah, yeah, racist. <laughs> no. But space junk gets right yeah. on board. That could possibly <laughs> contaminate. It could contaminate the whole vessel. They yeah. don't know what this is. Yeah, yeah they're not being in a cargo well, hold. The transporter room does have containment. It's got the biofilters. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But again, though, Planet Black guy, they got to come into the back of the yeah, ship. Yeah, exactly. So Bring their own red carpet. <laughs> yeah, man. And their MC Hammer pants. And then, what, what do they do? Hitting all white women. I know. <laughs> of course. What else would they do? Yep. And then all of a sudden, you get this this magic space junk. What is this? What is going on? Yeah. The mm-hmm. uh, O'Brien and Riker go up and lift it up and and present it to uh, Picard, and it's got a big NASA emblem on it. Da, da, da. Well, this is interesting. Uh-huh. Now, Jay and I were talking words. about this politically, yes. and there's no way this episode will happen. Because we will have no space program <laughs> yeah, exactly. in 2037. They didn't have a whole lot of foresight when they were writing this. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, it just kind of goes to show you that, like, why would the United States get rid of NASA? Like, why would that happen? Yeah. Well, they haven't got rid of NASA. Essentially. Yet. <laughs> yet. I mean. Who will? They still have, there's, NASA still has a big mission. I mean, it's just. Yeah, and we're that? sending astronauts into space on Russian rockets right now, so. <laughs> right. For now. <laughs> cutting we down still have the fuel. Constellation program, and if we can yeah. refit the Orion program, I mean, yeah. it, it could still happen. no budget. Yeah, exactly. We okay, have a space but, shuttle. <laughs> you know, presidential administrations only last four years at a time. It's true. You, you get somebody who has a woody for borrow some money from China space to build travel. And, <laughs> yeah. That's, That's the thing is, if China starts going to the moon, you better believe America will find money, and all of a sudden we get interested in the space program well, first again. We That's go true. to the moon initially. To be yeah, because we haven't been yeah. there. We ain't never yeah. been no moon, Jack. That's all I think I left the two pence up there. <laughs> They're all lies. It's all bullshit. Mm-hmm. 
Ain't never been to no moon. Jesus. Come on, man. Now I'm you got to build technology. Call Phil Plate. I mean, I got more technology in that board than <laughs> that whole spaceship jet. Buzz Aldrin's going to punch you in the face. You keep talking like Bring that. Bring on Buzz. I'll kick your old ass. <laughs> yeah, man, you Knock your up. dentures out, sucker. Man, you got your gun? Yeah, man. Suck on that, Buzz. Yeah, Buzz. I'm going to step on your nuts, Buzz. We're going to wet you, Buzz. Hey, he's a military man. That's uh, right. I want to take him on. Oh, he's going to forget what the hell he's fighting for. What's going on? Well, he's going to fight you instantly because you're, you're a Chinaman. Right, right. <laughs> Have some Korea flashbacks. Ah! The Koreans are here! Are you black and Asian too, Jackie? Mm, like you. He's I, black I, and Asian. I hate him racistly. I'm in disguise, though. I'm in disguise. <laughs> what is your disguise? I don't know. Mm. You can't figure it out. <laughs> it's a disguise. Touche. All right, so they find this space junk and they get a boner about it because it's NASA. So what are they going to do? What would you think the Enterprise would do when they find something? The space junk? Staff meeting. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Was it? Now this was the episode too because I watched all three of them in a row. Now isn't um isn't Jordy at the science station for this episode? He was on the on the bridge. Yeah, like, but he's the engineer. What's he doing there? There's controls uh, in the in the bridge. There's an engineering section. Oh, so he can yeah. oh, along the yeah. back wall. That's one of the things I really like, and it's I think they started convenient. doing it. They started doing it in the second season. Is whenever Jordy comes to the bridge, he says transfer engineering, I, and the board lights up. Yeah, because right, I know they time. did. Because along the back wall, you have. From right to left, you've got engineering one, engineering two, a, a multi-purpose system, and then science one and science two. Yes. How, how come there's two sciences? One's not enough. It's a science and exploration vehicle. Uh, science, Jack. Lots yeah. of science. Okay. Science. But, I just cool. thought it was weird. That's weird, though, because to me, I'm sitting there watching, and then they have a staff meeting, and they keep talking to Jordy, like, what's going on with the blah, blah, with the planet, the planet surface, blah, 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 because it's all, it's all orbiting the sky. Got methane, blah, and blah. And Wesley keeps answering him. Like, Wesley's like, oh, we're working on it now. It's like, who are you? You're just some ensign guy. Shut up. Yeah. You're just some kid <laughs> whose mom abandoned. Yeah. <laughs> whose dad died early. You're a space orphan. Get out of here. But he just keeps chiming in. And like, even yeah. when he walks over, Picard walks over and he's like, I was talking to so, Jordy. So what's the status here? And Wesley's like, oh, well, we got the blah. He's like, no, you're some <laughs> Shut up, Wesley. Know your role, jabroni. Yeah. I just, yeah. it made me mad. Yeah. Wesley's stupid. And I'm just waiting for even Jordy to be like, He's not talking to you, dumbass. <laughs> I'm Jordy LaForge. I didn't go to, what, four years of the academy. In theater? And, and, and theater. And, and, As a blind man. <laughs> to listen to Felt my way ass. through the academy. Yeah. <laughs> so, but anyway. Yeah. So they're in a staff meeting, and Picard, Riker, Data, and Troy are there, and Data explains that this debris is from a late 20th century era Earth ship. Mm-hmm. Word? says, that's not possible. They couldn't have come out this far. He's right. He says, well, it is. <laughs> and they want to know, you know, what destroyed it? You know, how did how did it crash here? And apparently did it was... Did he self-destruct it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, that, that's why I think Picard was interested in the debris. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's like, wait, there's debris and it's possibly from Earth? Hopefully how did he do it? <laughs> Maybe my ship will blow up, too. So yeah. you're telling me if I blow up the ship, they might find the junk and try to realize how it happened? Yeah. Mm, I might have to rethink this. A mystery. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds interesting. Yeah. And uh, Data explains, it seems like it was a uh, 24th century weapon that likely destroyed it. So, Word. Oh, that's not good. Curiouser and curiouser. Mm-hmm. By curiouser. So, Wes, <laughs> Wes reports that they found a of large course, structure Wes. on the planet's surface. He's a pissant. It's, uh, it's surrounded by like a... Shouldn't he be pulling his peckle jack? What's he doing? Yeah. Look at all this stuff. Hasn't he found a joys of masturbation yet? <laughs> Riker's really doing a bad job at teaching him how to yeah, be a man. Yeah, how to be a man. Yeah. <laughs> 
Come so on, man. This structure has like a bubble of breathable air around it because the whole planet is, it's like got ammonia gas. Yeah. Ammonia gas. 200 awesome. mile an hour storms and it's just completely inhospitable. And I read, because uh, I was, because I know it sounds weird, I don't want to get that far, but there was an actor in the film and in, in the episode that I was trying to figure out who he was. So I went to Wikipedia and they said that the degree on the planet is actually colder than it could actually be. Like, absolute, yeah. it's lower than absolute. They said it's zero, like so it's minus impossible. 291 degrees or something, but absolute Kelvin. zero yeah. in Celsius. Two, minus two, se- two, 273 Celsius is zero, zero Kelvin, right, right. which is absolute zero. So yeah, so it was actually colder than it could really ever okay, be. Okay, so maybe so. naturally it's zero Kelvin, but somebody left the door open <laughs> and the air conditioner's running. Well, actually, blast. absolute zero, all matter stops moving, so you can't get colder <laughs> than that. Well, that's what we know in the 21st century. Yes, that's what we know in the, tw- in the 21st century. Oh, oh, I see. Yes, yeah, the planet's yeah. mom didn't yell at him. Close that door! Yeah. I'm not, he, I'm not cool with the outside! Planet! I'm not cool in the universe! <laughs> Why can't you be like planet number seven? In or out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they, of course they want to investigate this. Of course they have So to. they're going to beam down Riker, Data, and Worf. Mm-hmm. A minimal. It, now this, they said, oh, we only need to send a minimal away team because it's dangerous. So they basically send the number two, three, and four officers <laughs> yeah, to the yeah. ship. Right. Because well, you know, they're expendable. Didn't send a probe first or anything. No. They just... Sent people down yeah. there. Well, it, it's safe to say nobody's going to die. Well, yeah. we know that because yeah. we're watching it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know. Well, okay, everybody who beamed down was their name in the opening credits. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They are safe. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Well, not always. Not always. Just ask yeah. Denise Crosby. But I just think right. it's more questionable judgment by Picard. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, this is Starfleet pattern, though. From the beginning, it was this. Because in the old days, it was... The number one, two, three, and four officer yeah. beaming down. But they always brought somebody who was expendable with them. Exactly. Just, yeah. yeah. Billy. To balance it out. Some uh, Billy. phaser fodder. <laughs> Ensign Billy. Ensign Ricky, come with me. But I will yeah. say, but you know what, though? At least. No, no, you don't need a phaser. At least Picard <laughs> didn't go, which was nice. And wear the red shirt today. Yeah. <laughs> wear the um, sign that says human My red shield. shirt's in the laundry. Sorry, I can't come. <laughs> <laughs> I used to always think that the. Uh, they would always run around with like drawing sh- who gets the short straw to go with her. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I gotta go this time. You brought a lot of stuff today. <laughs> I did. I, a lot well, of material. I, I, I'm packing out the uh, starbase and yes. uh, going through ben a bunch got of old stuff from his quarters. Uh-huh. Uh. <laughs> Apparently, Space Wells Fargo prefers if you pay. <laughs> oh. I thought money was inconsequential in the 24th century. <laughs> That's what I told them. <laughs> uh, yeah, money doesn't exist where I'm from. Just give me another week. I'll have some gold-pressed latinum. <laughs> I have this two pence. Would you like this two pence? <laughs> you know, the sheriff shows up, and I'm like, you have no jurisdiction over me. I, I'm a citizen of the Federation. <laughs> He didn't fall for it, but you know. What do you uh, got a box? Your trick you? just got real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so the weight team beams down, and uh, they're in this breathable zone, and they can see all the storms on the outside. It's pretty cool. Right. Yeah, it's, it's like they're it's in Old Town Vegas. You know I mean, because they're like yeah. protecting you, see all this cool stuff going on overhead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they never stop it's, to like look up, though. They're like in a planetarium. Yeah, you know? yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you look at this episode, as far as like the special effects budget. Was like had to be close to zero. Ten dollars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they're they're basically in a black room. Yeah. And then there's some CGI or their version of it going on over and their it's head. Echoey. Yeah. Like they probably had, they probably didn't even pay for the echo. <laughs> Turn on the <laughs> probably the same room where they uh, filmed the moon landing. You never know. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think about that. Mm, I'm just saying. Good observation, Mister Manny. Thank you, Commander Bobby. Anyways, 
<laughs> and then they just keep walking. Yeah, and they find a uh, revolving door, a door. Now, that's just I, spinning out. If there. I just see a revolving door spinning in blackness, I'm not going anywhere near that fucking thing. Yeah. Go around it. Yeah. yeah. Hey, they don't see the structure anywhere. Yeah, there's just, just a, a door. door. Right. You must be crazy. Yeah. Well, well that was my thing is why didn't you try to walk around the yeah, back? Try to, <laughs> exactly. yeah, try to walk around the door. Yeah. I'm not going in that thing. Wharf, go check it out. <laughs> but no, they just say, let's just walk right in. Yeah. yeah. This will be yeah. great. What could so. go wrong? <laughs> They go through the door and ta-da! They're in a casino hotel. Wow! But once they go inside, they can't communicate with the Enterprise anymore, no. and the Enterprise can't locate their their life signs or anything. They just, so just kind of disappear. So just walk back outside and try to make a call. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing with Verizon and AT and T. Yeah, if you go inside, right. you lose right. signal. Yeah. So go back yeah. out front. Yeah, but they logic, didn't do dude. that. Riker said, "Well, they can't get a hold of us. We can't get a hold of them. Yeah. There's no While danger. We're here, let's cas- gamble. There's a bar." Let's have a great time. Ooh, women. It's very presumptuous of Riker to go, there's no danger here. It's yeah. a 20th century casino. Yeah. What could happen? Because right. Data, I mean, Data even tells him the, the procedure is, if you lose communications, is to immediately try to beam up. Yeah, 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 nerd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Riker gives him the, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to get my gamble on. Yeah, I got to get my fuck on. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So they go to uh, check in at the front desk because the bellhop goes by and says, oh, if you're checking in, you need to go see the desk manager. So they go over there, and the, the desk manager looks very familiar. He's one of these mm-hmm. actors that you see in a lot of places. So mm-hmm. Wasn't he the bad guy in uh, RoboCop? Not not not, no, not no, the no, guy no, from no, the no, 70s no, show, no. but the, uh, the old guy. No, no, no. Guy. He's actually, he was the principal on Growing Pains. Yep. Oh. And... He was uh, Balky's boss on Perfect Strangers. Wow. That's awesome. There you go. That's why. I love when that happens. Yeah. Well, there was a lot of those type yeah. of actors in Star Trek. You know? yeah. Oh, yeah, but totally. This episode yeah. has a couple. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but so the, uh, the manager says, oh, we've been expecting you here. You're the foreign investors. We are? Welcome. All right. Okay. So he gives them their... Uh, they have to be foreign, I mean. Yeah, yeah, and they're they're weird. And yeah, and one guy's got ridges on his forehead. Yeah. So. But like, and the other cool guy's pale. This is 20th century, I guess, Earth, because they say, well, what planet is this thing? He's like, we're on Earth. Yeah. And it, you got to give him credit. Didn't look at the ridges on his head one time and goes, hey, what happened to your head? Like, yeah. none of that stuff. He's just like, hey, there's just some fucking guy with, yeah. you know, a mountain range on his forehead. You know, he, works, he works in a casino, so he probably sees all kinds of people. Oh, yeah, totally. People right. who get these uh, insurance settlements <laughs> from accidents they've had. And, you know. <laughs> well, so I was thinking if it's a casino, I mean, then it's a hotel. They've got a ballroom. They've had to have hosted a convention at some point. Yeah. Okay. The nerds yeah. came in dressed up like, you know, Klingons. Yeah. Oh, we got some more of these fucking guys yeah. here. <laughs> Oh, the foreign investors. Uh, yeah. Their money spends all the same. Yeah. <laughs> so the bellhop comes up and talks to the manager. He says, hey, did Rita call? They, and they have a very inappropriate conversation in front of In front of customers, guests. yeah. Right. Did Rita call? Did, no, she's Mickey D's kid. Yeah. Mickey D's girl. I don't care. I'm not alone. afraid of Mickey I'm D. I'm not afraid of Mickey D. It's like, I'll eat my tater tots. <laughs> <laughs> There's guests right there. It's like, can't you have this conversation somewhere else? <laughs> Do it on your break. It was re- it was a really weird conversation. Those golden arches don't scare me, <laughs> Mickey D. <laughs> so uh, the bellhop runs off, and the manager gives them their keys and some chips, and tells them to have fun. So uh, they go around, and Data scans the people and determines there's no life signs. No life signs. Mm. Are they not real? No, they're not illusions. They're just not living. They're not just kind of. Things that are there. Strange. Nice. (laughs) Sounds scary to me. And then he runs into a Texas gambler. Texas gambler. Basically, who looks like the rich Texan from The Simpsons. He looks exactly like (laughs) the rich Texan from The Simpsons. The glove slap guy? (laughs) Yeah. 
who later on we found out has obsessive compulsive disorder. Yeah. Do you remember, he, and he, a daughter named Paris. Yeah. He's got Paris a daughter named Texan. Paris and obsessive compulsive disorder. I didn't know One, two, that his three. name was actually Rich Texan. Yeah, that's his name. Rich <laughs> I think that's my favorite yeah. thing about that character. I love Rich Texan. He's awesome. <laughs> Rich Texan is one of those later Simpsons characters that just I fell in love with immediately. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's great. Yeah. Okay. Now this guy though wasn't isn't this the same guy who played CJ on uh, Texas Ranger? I I, I yeah, don't yeah. know about that, but okay. I yeah, Walker. Like, who the fuck is this guy? He's been, been in, in everything. Lot. He was the dude from Last Boy Scout. He was the owner of the team. Oh, yep. yeah, who blows up at the end? Right. Yeah, yeah. He's oh, from Last yeah. Boy Scout. That's one of my favorite movies because I'm watching. I was like, who is that guy? Like, it's just yeah. one of those Star Trek things where you're like, ah, it's driving me nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, he's um he was the dude from Last Boy Scout. And he was also a Texan in that one. Yeah. That's he, all he yeah. does. He essentially the same guy. Right. I want to be surprised if Rich he was in Dallas. Texan. You know, <laughs> Rich Texan. <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> it's so stupid. Rich, Tex- Rich Texan. Texan. Yeah. But this yeah. guy, he doesn't have time to dilly dally and talk. No. He's got to get down to business. He's playing crap. He got to get down to business. What kind of business is he going to get down? <laughs> what kind of business are we talking about here? <laughs> that's, that's. I hate it when Data does that. I like it. I think it's fun. It's stupid. What kind of business? When he tries to like overly be human yeah. like that. Uh, but I mean, that's what David would annoying. do, though, you know? He's uh, trying. Yeah. So back on the Enterprise, Jordy's trying to figure out the communications problem. No, no, no. <laughs> Wesley's doing Wes it. Wes is there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Picard, doing, Picard's hey, really worried. You're doing that wrong. Hey, yeah. hey, you're doing that wrong. <laughs> hey, Jordy, look at this. Hey, Jordy, you look might want to try this right there. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Wesley. <laughs> Right then, Jordy's really wishing, instead of being blind, that he was deaf. (laughs) (laughs) And Troy says, (laughs) But this is one of the first episodes where Troy actually comes in. She's useful, yeah. She says, oh, he's he's not scared. He's amused. I wish we could pick them up. And, you know, she's like, oh, don't worry about it. He's fine. And then Picard is even like, what do you mean he's amused? This is some bullshit. Like, we're just yeah. hanging out here waiting for this Beam me down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're having fun amused. down there? I would like to have some fun. <laughs> the captain never gets to have any fun at all. <laughs> this is before the captain's yacht. Yeah. So, I mean, he's not having his fun yet. So, uh, Data joins the Texas man. Texas is actually his yeah, name. Texas. Texas. That's his name, Texas. <laughs> and there's a lady. <laughs> An attractive at, woman. Yeah. F- especially for 1987 attractive. Oh, like this was, was 1989. But she was a good one. What I'm saying is yeah. she, she was- She had a mousy face. She was in 80s garb, <laughs> but she still looked attractive. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like sometimes right. the costumes and the-, the, the Yeah. Makes you know a good-looking woman look like what is she wearing? But she yeah. was nice looking. Yeah, she didn't like her hair wasn't all Stupid. hairsprayed yeah. and everything yeah, like right. that. It wasn't like, poofy. And she totally had the personality like a damsel in distress. Yeah, you know, like oh, what do I do now? Yeah, I'm you just know? so confused. Yeah, what game are we playing? You want yeah. me to blow the dice? We're playing hide the salami, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you mean this green fella? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Data joins them and plays a hand to. Plays a hand of blackjack Black with him. 21, where well, the object of the game is to blah, 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 blah. Yeah. She's like, yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So uh, he wins. You know, he he gets like 521, yeah. which the Texas guy thinks, oh, the odds against that are blah, 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 blah. You Just know what like, the odds are against that one? Yeah. yeah. And like, well, yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the lady loses in Texas and Data win. And Riker and Worf come over and they grab Data so they can leave. Because, you know, there's there's nothing going on here. It's just right. a casino. There's yeah. nothing of interest, really. 
Rikers had his drinks. Rikers right. done. He's, He's ready to go. This place is fucking dead. Let's get yeah. out of here. It's full of cop I thought heads. it was a brothel, man. This <laughs> place is a goddamn sword fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Get my fuck on. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Come on. These girls don't appreciate a barrel chest and a big beard. Well, let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> I can't put my foot up anywhere. <laughs> this is the table's too high. I just keep putting my foot up. It keeps falling on the ground. <laughs> <It's> bullshit. <laughs> Haven't these people heard of Ottomans? <laughs> fuck this place. Not even a midget I can put my foot on. Just nothing. This is lame. Hate this place. <laughs> Yeah, so they uh, they try to leave. And they go through the revolving door, and they just come right back into the hotel. Right back in. I feel like I was watching like a Marx Brothers movie. Yeah. yeah. What are they doing? <laughs> so perplexed, they try again. Yeah. <laughs> Let's try Maybe again. I did that wrong. <laughs> yeah. Did I close my eyes when I was going through the other side? <laughs> I'm confused by this primitive technology. Like, what did they see, though? When they went through, nothing. Because they must have seen. Like, the other did they side. immediately come back into the hotel That's as what it soon looks as they like. went through yeah. the door? Yeah. yeah. It's weird. Yeah, it was. It was a weird scene because yeah. they, they. I don't believe this. <laughs> they just. Yeah. It's like okay, we're, I guess we're stuck here. Yeah. I mean, at what point in, in? Well, maybe because they're from the 24th century and they're not used to doors. But I, I've used revolving doors a few times in my life, and as you go through. You kind of get the sense of, you know, there's not a way to do it wrong. <laughs> right, right. So, I mean, I'm just wondering, as they went through and they were back in the hotel, it's like, did I do that right? Hold yeah. on, let me trip. <laughs> Maybe if we go the other way. Computer. Computer? <laughs> we started, let's start on the right this time. Yeah, so they get confused and then they try to find another way out of here. Yeah, so they, they start going around trying to ask people yeah, nobody's to help them. To now, these old ladies are playing the slots. Bored. They're ignoring yeah. data. People won't talk to Riker and Worf. And... uh so Worf tries, he pulls up like a uh, slot, slot machine away from the wall and he tries to phaser his way out. <laughs> he tries to like pull the doors open and like, <laughs> he's trying to rip the wall in half, which is again, very Klingon. Yeah. Well, if I can't find a way out, I'll make one. Like, why, whole... why didn't he try to break the revolving door made out of glass? Oh. That would seem to be the easier way to get out. <laughs> yeah, they, that clearly didn't work, Dennis. They walked in the door. And, uh, but you could break the door. Uh, See, this, I, I remember being really excited about this episode because uh, when, the they only one. Well, when they were talking about uh, talking to Texas and uh, about how he got there, and he mentioned, I think it was a 96 Cadillac yeah. out in the parking lot. Yeah. I couldn't wait until 1996 so to see, see what the, the 1996 Cadillac looked like. See, the weird part, yeah. he said, man, I got a 96 Cadillac with 84 miles on it. It's like, you must live really close yeah. to this casino I know. then. But you're from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> How did you drive there? This place is a geographical oddity. <laughs> did he, uh, was, it, was it Knight Rider or something? He drove in the back of a semi and they drove the rest of the way forward. <laughs> he might have bought it there with his spy hunter. He could have bought it there. You know, from the previous night's winnings. Yeah. I guess so. Because he seemed to be a pretty big gambler. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So who knows? He's a rich Texan. Yeah. Yeehaw! Rich Texan. <laughs> oil money. So then they can't find anything out, but they find a turbo lift. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. actually, that, that happens a little bit later. Oh, sorry. First, uh, <laughs> we must. We must. Uh, hey, I'm back. All right. <laughs> We're going to do this the right way. <laughs> All I'm saying is bullet points. Would it kill us? But let's move ahead. Follow the program. Yeah. But uh, they go to talk to the manager again because, you know. Ask him. He would know if there's another exit. They right. said the exits are clearly marked. Uh, you know, customer but, service in, the, in, in this casino is not very good. Yeah. Hey, we want to speak to the manager. Yeah, he's busy. No, we want to talk to him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Not, not now, why, why is it that only the manager and the bellhop interacts with them? 
not the other people. Well, the Texan in her, but probably because and the Texan, yeah. Well, that's we it. well I think on, we find out later yeah, why is that yeah. happens. Book. Yeah. And those are the main characters. Again, I got bored with this episode where I'm just kind of looking at the episode <laughs> and not understanding what the hell's going on. Yeah, yeah. That's that's this, all. So what you're saying, Manny, is this is like fucking a girlfriend you're tired of. Yes. <laughs> all right. I'm all just right. going through the motions. Yeah. Yep. The thrill is gone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that happens quite a lot in my life. <laughs> in your line of work. Yeah. <laughs> the cattlecade of women that goes through my quarters. Yeah. yeah, man. And they get beamed out. No, lay on that side of the bed, honey. Let's switch. <laughs> yeah, let's switch. Because I do have a transporter on the left side of my bed. <laughs> beam them out into space. Never to be found again. Just another body floating in space. Yeah. <laughs> Bumping against eyeglass cases. <laughs> just when you're on the bridge, and you know, all of a sudden there's just like thump against the front yeah. glass. Oh, man, like, oh, geez. that's like how the boner finds its way back anywhere. Follow the trail of bodies. Turn on the windshield wipers. Yeah, yeah. But again, the bellhop and the manager, the desk manager, are really inappropriate. Another awkward conversation. Very inappropriate yes. because the bellhop gets a gun. <laughs> I'm going to take care of Mickey this? D once and for all. It's weird because there's a gun at the hostess section. I know. Like, what kind of yeah. solid joint dust is this? You know CD I mean? joint? It's the Wild place. West, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like the 80s in Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> what the? Yeah, very bizarre. The Enterprise is able to call down now because Jordy and Wes have figured out the communications mostly problem. Mostly Wes, I heard. Yeah, mostly Wes. Yeah. Wes did all the work. Yeah. Jordy was just there to push buttons. Jordy's just there being all blind and yeah. shit. <laughs> all blind and black. He's filling a quota. Yeah. Yeah. Two of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They get a lot of government contracts. <laughs> I heard he's a one-eighth Native American, too. So. <laughs> he got all our bases covered with his one number one. And you wanted to get rid of him because he was blind, Native American, and black. <laughs> Pretty sure I saw him at synagogue last week, too. So. <laughs> so he's he. Brew as well. Jordy, would you like to undergo a sex change operation? <laughs> <laughs> but you won't get eyes. Just a vagina. <laughs> Turn your Audi into an innie. Yes. Which might be it's the only so way that Jordy could get one. But <laughs> <laughs> No ladies love Jordy. Poor guy. Except for holographic ones. Except for holographic ones. <laughs> that he yeah. programs to love him. <laughs> and I think even then he had trouble, didn't he? Even yeah. that didn't work out all that well. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, Picard, the first thing he wants to know, Riker, why aren't you here? <laughs> <laughs> it's way past your bedtime. Why don't you leave? <laughs> Riker, I went to the bathroom and I had to wipe myself. I didn't do a good job. Where were you? <laughs> I needed you, Riker. <laughs> it was very hard, Riker, to reach all the way. I needed someone to unzip me, Riker. <laughs> you know how hard these onesies are? <laughs> I'm very particular <laughs> about my methods. <laughs> So Data tells Riker, you know, he explains, oh, we're stuck here. We can't get out. We can't yeah, figure stuck. out this revolving door. <laughs> How did you get through four years of the Academy without being able to open a door number one? <laughs> of course, all the doors open automatically in the 24th century. So that's right. can't right. figure that's out. number one. Mm, curious. We, we later see scenes at the Academy and they have swinging doors. Okay. Yeah. Just Interesting. They, they but make are they the, revolving? No, they, they swing. Revolving and, 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 oh, they don't they revolve. They make the cadets live rough. You, know? yeah. but do yeah. they, you have to push the button and the, and the door swings But open. do they swing both ways? They could. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's the academy. Don't <laughs> ask. Don't tell. College Lieutenant doesn't count. <laughs> I heard, though, that when Wes went to the academy, he had his door removed and had some beads put down there. <laughs> <laughs> when he's wearing his reggae jacket. He's hanging out smoking a doobie. <laughs> 
Uh, so now do they find the turbo lift? They do find the turbo okay. lift. <laughs> was that so long to wait to find the turbo lift? Bit? It was kind of. Data tells Riker that uh, he has been scanning the whole hotel, and there's some human DNA a few floors up. Mm. Oh. Maybe we can use I guess they didn't clean lift. that hotel room so well. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Everybody looks at Riker. Have you been here before? <laughs> well, I mean, it is a hotel. So. <laughs> What'd you expect? And we've all seen the 2020 Dateline special. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they take the turbo lift. I, this is my. This is one of my favorite scenes in the whole episode because uh, Worf walks over to the turbo lift and goes, "It's broken." Yeah. <laughs> because he's waiting just for the doors to open. Yeah. Then Data pushes the button. How does he know to push the button? I don't know. Like there are several instances in this show where things happen that they had like the telephone when they're in the room and the telephone rings. How does anyone know to answer that? Or which side yeah, is which listening side, yeah, and which like, is the talking? How does that happen? Especially well, Worf. Because, yeah, he's a dumb Klingon. Well, see, that's right, the thing, ben? though. With Well, yeah, because this is the second <laughs> right, time. trying to break it. <laughs> Worf scared! <laughs> no, this is the second time 20th century, Yellow alert. century technology has confounded Worf. Yeah. Because if you remember back on the, uh, the people from 1996 or whatever that they defrosted, a few episodes right, back, yeah. when they were on the space station, he walks up to the door, he waves a couple <laughs> yeah, of times, yeah, nothing yeah. happens, and he goes to pull out his phaser. Yeah. But you know, I gotta be honest, if you showed me a cotton gin right now, I'd have no idea <laughs> what to do with it. Yeah, I mean, but that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, how does, da- how does, how does Worf know how to door answer? technology. How does Worf know how to answer a phone? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I guess they just gotta move the episode along. No, but <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean, point. if I showed... You know, somebody from the 20s on my iPhone, they wouldn't have had to fucking figure that thing out. You no, know right. what I mean? It's just like, what no. the hell is this fucking weird... It would light up. Unless it had they Surian, it. they, could, yeah. they could talk to it. Maybe. Yeah. But I'm just saying, he just picked up... Yeah. <laughs> it's such a weird scene. Hello. What? What? They even knew what to say. What? Yes. What? Really they, they find their so way they go the up door. there, and, yeah. Yeah, and they, they find the dead guy there. He's real dead. And apparently... Actually, this is my favorite line from the episode, I think. He's there dead, and Data scans him, and he says, oh, I think uh, it looks like he died in his sleep. Worf says, what a horrible way to die. Yes. That's so cool. yeah. That was the best yeah. part of the whole episode for me. That, yeah, that was a cool line. Yeah. Because you think, oh, dying in your, in your sleep, that's very peaceful and wonderful. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. There's no honor in that. So uh, they start looking around the room, going through this dead guy's stuff, basically. Well, that's what you do. When you <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's not going to mind. You rummage through his things. Yeah. 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 Check this out. But you know, this one guy thing, is a little pervert. <laughs> one yeah, thing right. about that corpse is that, a gold, much... is that a gold tooth he's got <laughs> <laughs> this is a male corpse right yeah. do you see how much hair that thing had oh my god well he was well, on the he's been there for a while he's probably. been there for quite a long yeah. time probably they don't didn't have, have any barber like, there's no barber shop in the hotel was there a barber in the book I mean there's a yeah, gun in a hotel I'm sure there's scissors now somewhere well he, then he had to just shoot his hair off <laughs> <laughs> He probably stopped caring after a point. I mean, <laughs> yeah. if he's trapped in this hotel for the rest of his life, as we yeah. find, you know, he's just like, day 475. Because <laughs> yeah. they find what two, they find the uniform yeah. with 52 stars on it. Yeah. Now, what would oh, be, so it must be from 2033 to 2079. So what would be the two other stars then? What, Puerto Rico finally? and then... Puerto Rico and... Uh... And China. We got him, man. <laughs> <laughs> See, I mean, when I saw this episode, my first thought was, we just annexed Mexico. Solve the immigration problem. I've always problem. said that. I've always said they hate it. Just whether Canada they want to or not, just go, yeah. uh, you're the 51st. <laughs> yeah. no, we're, us, no, we're not. Give, yeah, us your give us your dumb oil. <laughs> yeah. You're the 51st. So so Puerto Rico and Mexico then? No, I, I would think, well, yeah, yeah, Guam, Guam, and I would think uh, British Columbia once the, the Dominion of uh, Canada fell. St. Thomas, man. All right. Ooh. <laughs> so, all right. So, yeah, because I was trying to figure out what the two others would be. And around, we, we said it was, what, 2033 to 20. 
2079. Yeah. Right. And see, if you remember back to Encounter at Farpoint, the dates exactly. that they were using for the Third World War, I mean, things got a little loopy after 2032. That makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. And when was... Uh, the first contact when they met Cochran wasn't that in the sixties twenty sixties twenty sixty three yeah and they were and they were in Montana Bozeman but Montana. they were talking about factions and this kind of stuff so was the United States right. even around then yeah it was broken well, this up, episode proves it? that yes the inner uh, the this yeah, could have been the United a once they built everything back up because if Cochran does his thing in sixty three or whatever and then this was from the time period of 30 to 70. This could have been late. So after they had warp technology, that could have been how it got out there. Nah, yeah. I mean, just saying. I mean, yeah. I mean it is yeah. future history. It's yeah. important we know these things. Yeah. 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 I want this I want this and a map. I'm, I'm going to start posting timelines and maps to, to Please the, do. The page. Dude, I, I've just one been kind of confused. Starlog magazines you brought? <laughs> we have a forum. Yeah. We have a forum. Actually, yeah. I, I may have uh, some maps in here. I want a map. <laughs> no, his name's not Cockring. It's Cockrin. Cockrin. But yeah, so it would the, be very interesting. So they to find know. two things. They find yeah. a book, and they find a journal. Yeah. And one thing that's interesting too is on the uniform, his name is uh, Colonel S. Ritchie, which there is a uh, famous American fighter pilot ace from the Korean War, uh, Richie S. Richard S. Ritchie, oh, Steve Ritchie. Uh huh. He was a colonel. He was an ace. Maybe it's the same so guy. I'm thinking might that him. might be the the source of that. But, um, yeah, so Picard calls Riker for an update, and they, they say, oh, we're here, and we found this novel, The Hotel Royale, by some author. Some guy. And Data reads it in two seconds. <laughs> this book sucks. <laughs> and uh, Picard researches who Richie was and says that he was lost during a mission to explore, go beyond the solar system in 2037. That makes sense. Yeah. Was this the SS It was the third attempt. Huh? SS Trubadis. I don't remember the name of that. Yeah, I think it was the Trebadeus. Yeah. It was the third. Yeah. It was their, their third try at it. So I guess the first two were unsuccessful, yeah. and so was this one. <laughs> he was lost in space. Which Did you make it outside show. the solar system? Made it outside the solar system, Roger. It looks like, oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah. And then NASA's sitting there going, His name was uh, Major Tom Ritchie. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, if, if we get a phone call from him after he leaves the solar system, but before he blows up, does that count as successful? Yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. Success. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Can we get funding again, please? <laughs> yeah. So uh, Data summarizes the story from the book, and it's about Mickey D. Yeah. And about this lady who conspires with an older gentleman to kill her husband. We've seen all that. Who would be the Texas. Yes. And the cool part ah. about the book was they keep saying that it's a poorly written novel. And yeah. even the guy in his journal is like, yeah. oh, my God, this book sucks so much. I can't but, wait till I die. Yeah. <laughs> but it's funny because like, you're, they're, they're, and they're making fun of the shitty dialogue in Star Trek The Next Generation, and this episode is kind of filled with shitty dialogue, yeah. so it's like it's just like a running joke of shit. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Even, even Troy walked away yeah. when she even was Troy's listening like, to oh, it. Even Troy's like, this book fucking blows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was watching this episode and going, God, this episode fucking blows. I think I'll go play with myself. <laughs> so like, well, no, but here's the thing, though, is that if with this book being so crappy, NASA, every ounce that you put on one of those rockets is, is like, critical. Yeah, it's accounted yeah. for. And, and you can take, you know, certain... You know, objects with you or whatever. You know, yeah, personal. You have an alight, an allotment or whatever of how much weight. This would be what he wasted that that weight on. Dime store novel. 
Yeah. It's yeah. like, ah, it's a long trip. I might get bored. Better bring a book. Well, I guess there were other people on the vessel, so yeah. it might not have been his. You know, it right. might have been cool, though, the loser uh, Indian guy who was on there or something. <laughs> it's I don't cool know. cool when they described it, though. Like, yeah, well, the I guess the aliens blew up this ship or whatever, and, and he was the only survivor, so they felt bad. So they thought this was what his homeland was like. So they Yeah, they built, thought it was a cultural guide it, instead of a novel. Yeah, so they built this world for him, and he's yeah. like, I'm stuck in this shitty novel. It's awful. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I thought that was a cool little twist. Yeah, and I guess he was stuck there for 38 long years. Yeah. <laughs> like, them. when do you kill yourself? <laughs> I mean, at what point? I don't know. Did, it, did he think he was going to be rescued? Hey! Dogs. Shay! Space dogs. It adds texture to the show. Yes. yes. Shay! Be quiet, puppy! Okay, go ahead. Yeah, so, uh... <laughs> Every, it always happens. Not you, Every time I me. don't, go ahead. Every time you stop... Okay, Dennis, go. <laughs> okay, Dennis, don't talk anymore. <laughs> it's like Kevlar. All right, I'm going to have to edit this out. So uh, Picard calls down there and tells him, I've been talking with Jordy, mm-hmm. and he's figured out a way where uh, they can destroy... Don't you mean Wesley, sir? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wesley on, wasn't man. there, actually. It was uh, Jordy and Troy were there with Picard when they were calling him down. Uh. And uh, he tells him, he's found a way where we can phaser away the force field that's surrounding that area. Right. And they say, well, won't that let the outside environment in? And then kill us. And instantly. kill us in like 12 <laughs> seconds. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to be cryogenically frozen. No, no. You'll be dead in 11 seconds. We're going to yeah. have to thaw you out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Theoretically, Pulaski can, can thaw right. them out. But they don't want to take that risk. Yeah. yeah. Which makes sense to me. I mean, yeah. like, you know, if Worf's going to die, he doesn't want to die. Well, see, I mean, Picard's like, yeah. well, we're willing to wait months <laughs> for you if we have to. But I'm just saying. There's Seriously. options. <laughs> We can't yeah. just blow up the planet. And, and <laughs> please remember, crew, that this is Pulaski, not not Crusher. So the, yeah. you might actually survive. Yeah, she, she probably wouldn't unfreeze them. Hey, 50-50. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they decide, Riker decides, okay, we'll find another way out. So they're going to split up and explore the hotel. Data and Worf are going to go down to the casino, and Riker's going to search the other rooms for sleeping mm. guests. I guess. <laughs> well, to interview them. Yeah, yeah. And rape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sir, I'm picking up more human D- DNA on the... Uh, yeah. In your pants. <laughs> Is this where he finds the room with red rum written on the wall? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah totally. He just hacks his way into every room. Yes. <laughs> Here's Riker. <laughs> <laughs> yep, so what does Data do? He goes down and uh, rejoins Texas and the woman and tries to probe them for information. Mm-hmm. And this is where he asks him about this car. And he says, can you show it to me? <laughs> it's a parked outside. Can I go look at it? <laughs> like, later, later, boy. It sounds like something a prostitute dude would say. Yeah. Like, can you show me a car? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Does it have big back seats? <laughs> There's a caddy. So, yeah. <laughs> Just saying, I've seen way too many good fellas. <laughs> Have you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of good fellas. Zing. Ass. That's, well, that's Manny's foreign tongue coming out. Because what you said, you meant to say is you've seen good fellas too many times. Yeah. But you said I've seen too many good fellas. <laughs> no, 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 no. I said it right. No, you did. You guys said it. Yeah. The universal translator wasn't working on that. <laughs> yeah, definitely the UTI is not working properly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Picard and Troy are starting to read this novel, and it starts out, it was a dark and stormy night. Oh, Jesus. Which made me think, is Snoopy writing this? <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, a shot rang out. It was just so cool that they're just like, oh, my God, this novel's fucking terrible. And they're going to be stuck down there, because as the, I'm watching the episode, I'm thinking, all right, they're going to be stuck down there until they read the novel. Yeah. And how many right. times have you started reading a book and then been, oh, God, this is awful. I don't want to finish this. Yeah. And then you never but, finish but the book. But here's the thing. 
why are they reading it? Because Data already read it. Right. Data can just and summarized it. it. Yeah. And summarized it. So... Or make it harder to yourself. Notes, maybe? They, he sat there and read the whole thing. Yeah, know. but he it's only got really the technical weird. aspects yeah. of it. He, he he didn't get the emotion behind oh, it. Oh, so this is like... Uh, exactly. This is like the, uh, the deaf guy saying that Data can't translate for him because he yeah. can't capture the emotion of yeah. it. Right. Mm. Maybe it's because this episode was dumb. Yes. <laughs> I believe that one too. Yes. Perhaps. <laughs> Patrick Stewart's like, I'm just going to read this fucking novel. <laughs> this and then he's got the book on tape, which I thought was cool. Like, hey, he's yeah. got the book on tape with different actors and stuff. So they really busted yeah. the budget with Who this one. Happen to have the same voices as the people on the planet. My favorite part Interesting. is when, is when uh, Troy leaves. During the, he's like, oh my God. This <laughs> yeah. I got better things he's to like, do. What? Oh, Captain, somebody's calling me. I got to go. Uh, I feel something. <laughs> I feel like this <laughs> book sucks. Guard turns it down and goes, this book is just really shitty. <laughs> like, oh my God, this is awful. Troy's sitting there and she just kind of leans back and goes, yeah. oh, my communicator. <laughs> Her eyes dilate more than they already are. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Riker and Worf meet up downstairs again, and they overhear the bellhop and the desk manager again. They're talking about Mickey D, who happens to walk in the hotel at that moment. And he says, I told you to stay away from her. And he has a little mm-hmm. altercation with the bellhop. Yeah. He said, what maybe do we, we should take this outside. outside. Then he mm-hmm. shoots him in the shoots back. In the fucking back. That's what it's The casino doesn't shut down. No. <laughs> Nobody stopped playing. Yeah, somebody got murdered at the well, front door. Well, it's business as usual. So. The old ladies are still, yeah. you know, playing the one-armed bandit. Oh, yeah. Well, they you ever seen old ladies at slot machines? <laughs> yeah, you could have a thermonuclear device go off, and there's still going to yeah. be, you know, these <laughs> 70-year-old ladies in there. But it makes sense, too, to some extent, because they're not featured players in the novel so why would they react any differently right right and, and you know and then they kind of they're like wallpaper basically yeah. right mm-hmm. it's a, the cartoon loop and they yeah. figure it all out like hey you know picard finishes the book he's like all right the only way to get out of here actually no because cochran or what's his name leaves mickey mickey d leaves right mickey d leaves and they go well how the fuck did he get out of here yeah but before he leaves i think he says manny's favorite line mm-hmm. which never is, die for a woman kill for one yeah yes yeah, yeah, yeah that, that made a lot of sense yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> But they, then, then Mickey D leaves, and they're just like, oh, my God. How the God. fuck did he do that? How the hell did he get out of this bullshit place? And while his part of the book I'm surprised was... they didn't run right after him trying to get through the door. Take us with you. Don't leave us, Mickey. Oh, Mickey D, Mickey D. Well, they figured out that his part in the book was finished. Yeah. So once you're done with your part in the book, you can leave. What happens so afterwards? So if we're the foreign investors, how do they leave? What happened to them? And uh, he tells them that... They end up buying the hotel and then they leave. They yeah. leave it in for charge. Twelve point three million. The desk manager. Well, the price lowered after that guy got shot. In the front. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. you know. They wanted twenty four, but then the murder just cut the price. Yeah, that's exactly. what happens, man. Yeah. I heard this the was a bad neighborhood. Economy. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's a great neighborhood. Body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, how are they going to get the twelve and a half million they need? They're going to gamble. Gamble, baby. Yeah. That's these right. Chips. Yeah. We got data. We got a, a robot here now who can cheat at every game. Now, so. Data is cheating. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The dice he are, fixes the dice. He said the dice are off. Yeah, they're unbalanced. Right. Yeah, which they're supposed to be. Yeah. So then data just cheats. Yeah. Well, no, I think that they're unbalanced because they were rigged for the house's That's favor. That's what I thought, right. too. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he rigged them in his favor. Yeah, basically. right. He, he re-rigged them. He made them so that they would roll like they're designed, to, or they're supposed to be designed to roll, like perfectly sided and everything no. like that. But yeah, he, he, no, no, he rigged them so he'll get yeah, sevens all the time. Like, he clearly cheated because he said the dice were uneven and then just kind of squeezed them and then it, they just rolled sevens every time. Yeah. He was yeah. clearly cheating. What yeah. kind of dealer is this? What, he fucking fall asleep? Yeah, he's not. Well, no, it's me to see in a casino. Yeah, exactly. Three guys. 
<laughs> hit the thing and you didn't fucking realize the odds of that. Yeah, the dealer just yeah. fell asleep. Yeah, yeah. But uh, somehow, I guess Data's flare program activated because he's like throwing the dice really fancy yeah. and snapping and all yeah. kinds of yeah, stuff. Yeah, baby needs cool. a new pair of shoes. Yeah, come <laughs> I on. I enjoyed it. I thought it was neat. Yeah. Well, Brent Spiner finally got to, you know, kind of do something. Do something other than, yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. So and then he rolls like what seventeen in a row. Yeah. And then uh, I guess Texas decides, hey, yeah. Well, no, the cool part about it though, I thought was where he calls back up and he's like, "Yeah, we're almost there." And he's like, "Well, number one, you have to have a flair for the dramatic and spread your money around." Yeah. <laughs> they were very generous. You can tell that Riker really enjoys this. He's like, "I've already spread my seed. Might as well spread some money." <laughs> and then he just starts being balling. It would have been really fun had they lost. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, take this out to the guy, the parking attendant. Yeah. Give him a little love here. <laughs> and then they win, and then it's over. Yeah, they win, and they say, well, you've broken the bank. And it's like, well, take $12.5 for the price of the hotel and spread the rest around everybody else. Yeah. Uh, everybody's happy. Yay! We're out of here. And then yeah. it's over. And then they leave. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> God yeah, the weird part is, sucks. I don't hate this episode. Like, I don't hate it. I don't hate it either. It was a fun episode. Just, like, it's just goofy. You're wrong. <laughs> Jenny, Agreed. on the other hand, Jenny, hates well, this. Because you hate it, so just go ahead. You, I, you can Manny can just go. I completely did not like it. I'm going to say one and a half for my one rating. One and a half? Yeah, and only because I didn't fall asleep like I did for too short a season. <laughs> I'll, I'll give it a two, man. Two? It sucks. This episode blows. Dennis? I, I give it a four anything. and a half. I mean, it, it's pretty bad, but uh, I wasn't angry. Yeah, That's why I'm going to give it a five. And I it give was, it a seven. A seven? Wow. Because, no, it, it, was fu- it was funny. We'd had a lot of dark episodes this season. And then all of a sudden, this was just kind of like a fun episode. This yeah. is a lazy episode. It was like, hey, there's nobody dying except the one guy that gets shot in the back, but yeah. he wasn't real. <laughs> and, you know, it's it's full of future history. I was taking all kinds <laughs> of notes on this thing. History. I thought it was – I like the idea of it. It was a cool premise that, like, these alien people felt bad about – you know, blowing yeah. up this guy's yeah. ship, so they built a world for him out of a shitty book. Yeah, yeah. Like, see, I, I think it, it could cool. have been good, but I mean, the writers it of the was show good. said, be, "Be quiet." <laughs> <laughs> the writers of the show said, "Let's write an episode based on a shitty book with bad dialogue," yeah. and they thought that would make a good show. It had to, yeah. <laughs> to me. It had a, um, if I'm getting the Woody Allen reference, it had a Purple Rose of Cairo feel to it. Okay, if that makes sense. Where if you've ever seen the Purple Rose of Cairo, I think it's Mia Farrow. She gets taken into a film that she's watching, which they do the same thing in um, Last Action Last Hero. Last Action Hero. <laughs> That's on Netflix, by and, the way. And they kind of just built this world for this guy. So it, it, it could have been worse, but it wasn't that bad. Right. Like, I was I was nervous to watch the episode because Jenny was like, oh, God, these episodes are fucking <laughs> terrible. And I was like, eh. And after hearing Jenny's assessment, I was like, yeah, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Haters going to hate. Yeah, that, that's, haters going to hate. You know... Love is gonna love. Yeah. You know, I mean, maybe judging by some of the episodes, like Measure of Man was a great episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, it was kind of stiff. It was it was a courtroom drama. Even Law and Order has more, you know, outside activity yeah. going on. I can't believe you're calling me a hater after you sit there and rant wait, about wait, wait, Klingons. Wait, 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 wait. And- so you're saying that <laughs> this episode was better than Measure of a Man? No, it was more fun. It what? Was, it, it was, was a relaxing fun. episode. I, I didn't so. have to to overthink it. There was no drama. There was, there was no. Yeah. Oh my god, Data may have to be disassembled. I mean, you know, it was <laughs> none of that. That's bullshit, because you know they're not taking Data apart. Yeah, well, right. Oh, his name's in the credits. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, and I had read in Starlog that he'd already signed for a third year. So it, it was. <laughs> Dennis, why are you the one who said essentially it's a holodeck episode? Yeah, it's yeah. a holodeck episode without a holodeck. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. It is. 
And it's oh, a bad holodeck really, episode. And I oh, love terrible. holodeck episodes. Yeah, I hate holodeck episodes. I like holodeck episodes, but I, I didn't like this one. Because right, there was no holodeck. Well, maybe. It's cool. Maybe. This is neat. This is one of the first times I can remember that it were that split on something. Yeah, Ish. I don't like it. So the Royale, Manny and Jenny hate it. Sucks. Ben likes it. Dennis and I are just like, eh. Like, so we actually run the gauntlet. Yeah, exactly. We run the gauntlet of emotions on this yeah. episode. I think it's going to average a five. Yeah, it'll probably be <laughs> somewhere average, in the yeah. middle. Yeah. So there you go. So that was the Royale. Thanks for listening. With cheese. Again, go to dorktrek.com. Take part in the forums. Follow us on Twitter. Find us on Facebook. And that's the show. And we'll be back. Thank you.